welcome to Money Life News and Views. I am Devashish Bas. This fortnight, perhaps for the last time, we are going to discuss Adani shares price rigging. Why probably the last time? Because the expert committee appointed by the Supreme Court has submitted its report on this issue, which has effectively buried the whole thing. Now, on this, I am reminded of what US Judge Potter Stewart had said about pornography. This was at a time in the 60s when the US justice system was struggling to strike a balance between uh, freedom of expression and the state's job to maintain public decency. In that context, Judge Stewart had said, I shall not today attempt further to define the kinds of material which I understand to be embraced within that shorthand description, which is pornography or obscenity, and perhaps I could never succeed in intelligibly doing so, which means there is no definition of pornography. But, and here was the most important statement of all, but I know it when I see it. Now this rule, I know it when I see it, applies in various forms in, to various aspects of our lives, especially where hard, rigid definitions are very difficult and also decisions have to be taken under uncertainty. Uh, these, these are also called rule of thumb or heuristics and in the financial world they also go by the what is what I call the smell test. It's a very popular thing, the smell test. People walk away from multi-million dollar deals when it doesn't smell right. They're not going to wait for SEBI to do its investigation for 20 years and find out whether it was uh, it was okay or not. Why is all this relevant today? Why is the idea of I see, I know it when I see it relevant? In late January, remember, Hindenburg, a US financial firm, had published a research report on Adani and they alleged various things, including the fact that the share prices were overpriced, they were hyped up, fair value was much lower, prices were manipulated and so on. Now, this report led to an immediate crash in the stocks of Adani uh, Group, attracting also, very surprisingly, some public interest litigation. It was one company, one part of the market, rest of the market was not bothered, but still there were public interest litigations. And Supreme Court, very surprisingly, actually decided to hear them. Now, what did Supreme Court do? It set up an, it set up an expert committee and and asked them to submit the report. The committee just delivered its report, 178 pages on 6th May, which the court has made public. Now, what has the court, what has the committee found? On the main issue of any regulatory failure, the committee concluded there has been absolutely no failure on the part of SEBI. With regard to Hindenburg's allegations of violation of minimum public shareholding, 75% has to be held, uh, at least 25% uh, has to be held by, by the public. Non-disclosure of related party transactions and price manipulation of any stocks, absolutely nothing. No problem there. Everything was absolutely fine. Now, SEBI has yet to present its findings, but nobody is really waiting for SEBI to, to say anything substantial on August 14. The whitewash is complete. Now, let's look at this from the public perception perspective. And here are facts about Adani stocks that remain smelly. And when you see it, you don't think it's right. That despite an apparent clean sheet from the, the expert committee. Smell test number one. Adani shares were 
insanely rigged by any standards. Anybody in the market knew it. For instance, a company called Adani Green soared more than 5,000% in three years, growing from 55 rupees to 3,000 rupees. These are the kind of things that happens only when prices are manipulated, that really microcap small stocks where there's no floating stock. This is a joke being done on a large company like Adani Green. Adani Transmission was pushed up 1,500% in two years from 250 rupees to 4,000 rupees. Two years, eight times. Adani, I'm sorry, not eight times, 16 times. Adani total gas zoomed 3,800% in two and a half years from 100 to 3,900. 39 times in two and a half years. Have you come across any such thing ever in large companies? And Adani Enterprises went up 2,200% in two and a half years from 175 to almost 4,000. On, on 20th January 2023, when Adani total gas was being quoted before the Hindenburg report hit the market, it was its price earnings ratio was 850. And its peer group comprising other gas stocks, which is Indraprastha gas, Mahanagar gas and Gujarat gas. What were the P's? 19.7, 15.9 and 23.3. Just think about this. Here is three large companies, public sector companies, one private sector, 19.7, 15.9 and 23.3. And on the other hand, Adani gas, 850. It's simply a joke. This stock is still has a P of 141, even after crashing, while the peer group is still around, around 23, 13 and 22 respectively. As Justice Stewart would have said in a similar situation, we know a manipulation when we see it. I will repeat myself here from a previous column which I had written sometime in uh, in January, uh, sorry, February, because it bears repetition of how brazen the manipulation was. And here are some numbers. At its peak, Adani Enterprises, which is a component of Nifty 50, was had a price earnings ratio of 427. Now, if Reliance Industries was valued at a PE of 400, its market cap would have been 16 times of what it is today. And Mukesh Ambani would have been the world's first trillionaire with a network of one with net worth of 1.4 trillion almost. And of course, if TCS and Infosys were similarly valued, the BSE Sensex would have been eight to ten times higher at 480,000 to 600,000 instead of around 60,000 or so. On the other hand, if the Adani shares were valued like the rest of them, which is Reliance, TCS and Tisco, Gautam Madani's peak net worth would have been only a few billion dollars, not the $150 billion which made him the third richest man in the world. The Hindenburg report and merely pricked this huge bubble, even if temporarily. Smell test number two, shady investors. Who were the people who were investing in these Adani group companies? No, not Maki, large, well-known institutional investors, pension funds or sovereign wealth funds. Some of the funds were completely shady like Lara India Opportunities Fund, Cresta, Albula, APMS. Their own investments, 90% of the money was put in into only a few Adani stocks. $6.9 billion of their money, 90% of which were only in a few Adani stocks. This conclusion is absolutely obvious. Smell test number three. 
SEBI surveillance. Now, SEBI has been claiming that it has deeply integrated technology. It is surveillance functions that helps it unearth complex modus operandi of stock manipulation. It has claimed the use of various innovative techniques such as pattern recognition and data analytics to process over 550 crore trade messages that are generated every day. In 2021-22, SEBI annual report has a box titled Data Detectives, which boasted of artificial intelligence and machine learning for robust, agile and scalable capabilities. You can just throw any, any of those words from the tech world and it will sound very intelligent. Another claim was Data Lake, which reportedly has the characteristics such as visualization, time series, time series, machine learning, and analytical capabilities, the ability to seek and search both structured and unstructured data or semi-structured data, self-service business intelligence capabilities, in-memory processing of data, etc. And yet, while SEBI has completed scores of investigation in that period and volume manipulation over the last few years, it did not notice anything wrong with any of the things that I just talked about, which is a P of 850 and a P of 400 and so on. And of course, not to forget 5000% increase in the price of Adani Green stock. Now, I'll conclude by saying this. And as I said, this is probably the last piece on that you hear on Adani. While the, while the Adani group sympathizers will probably go blue in the face, quoting the Supreme Court Expert Committee, and of course, subsequent SEBI report that's going to come on August 14, which will probably say nothing, they will all proclaim absolute innocence. Adanis have been vindicated. Look, the stocks are up again, back to the same level, and all of that. The saga of this kind of brazen manipulation will pass into public memory as one of those crimes that simply escaped being nailed down, perhaps because too many vested interests were involved. Remember, nobody killed the six innocent people over, over, over whom a film star's vehicle just plowed in Mumbai. No one killed Arushi and Hemraj, the famous dual murder cases in Noida, and therefore no one manipulated Adani stocks. Thanks for watching and if you liked it, please share and do subscribe. Thank you.